Yo, today's QOG is money will always find excellence. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning into our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got Dr. George C. Fraser back on the show to wrap up Black History Month. And he's going to talk about one of my favorite topics. I'm always preaching to my book clubbers about this. And by the way, book club opens up. Is it next week or the week after? It's coming up really soon. But what I love to talk with them about is developing their skills. Like what skills do you need to become excellent and offer, you know, an incredible service in your space? Because when you become excellent, when you when you put in the time, when you do the reading, you take the courses, you invest in yourself. What happens is you no longer have to chase money. Money chases you. People start to seek you out. People want the solutions, the knowledge and the expertise that you have. So that's what I'm always saying. He'll talk about this more in this clip. Turn off the TV, turn off Instagram, turn off Facebook and sit your butt down and develop your skills, develop your skills, develop your skills, develop your skills, please. And invest in yourself. Here's Dr. Fraser. Yes, I support um, utilizing black businesses. Absolutely. But, but, but I use the Jewish philosophy. I learned this from Jews. Jews do not support Jewish businesses just because they're Jewish. Oh, no, no, Jews are much smarter than that. Jews will tell you, all things being equal, quality, value, and service. See, I could tell you to buy from a black, but you ain't getting quality, value, and service. You ain't stupid. You're not going to waste your money. Right? But all things being equal, same quality, value, and service, I'm a Jew, you're a Jew. That's the tiebreaker. But all things have to be equal first. And then we are, uh, we are of the same kind. You get my business. Yeah, there may be a brother that, that, that is of equal quality, value, and service, and, you know, Jews love black people, but, 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 but no, they're going to do business, generally speaking, with their own kind first, all things being equal, right? So we help our people to chase excellence and not chase money. You see, money will always find excellence. In fact, when you become amazing and excellent in what you do, you will not be able to get out of the way of money. Most of us have that ass backwards. <laughs> we are chasing money. We are not honing and developing and, and refining our skills. We figured, oh, we got an education. I got a high school diploma. I may even have a college degree. That's all I need. Well, let me give you some statistics about brothers and sisters with college degrees. I read this statistic. I'm praying to God that this is not true. But I'm going to give you the statistic as I read it. 67% of African Americans that have a college degree, once they graduate from college, never read another book in their life. 
let's just say that's half true. Well, if you ain't reading, you're in serious trouble. Right? You are not engaged in personal growth and development, constant, never-ending improvement, and lifelong learning. Because education is the foundation. But it ain't going to get you where you need to go. You have to constantly reinvest in yourself. I am 70 years old, inducted into the Minority Business Hall of Fame. I'm at the top of my game. Last year, I spent $14,000 on personal growth and development, conferences, workshops, seminars, CDs, books. And I'm already in the Hall of Fame. How much did you spend last year on you? That's the most important thing, on your mind, not on your creature comforts. Once you look at the amount you spent on stuff and measure that up against what you spent on education and training. That's called the E to E ratio, your education to entertainment ratio. Is your education ratio triple of your entertainment budget? If you spent $1,000 last year on entertainment, concerts, and all those kinds of things, did you spend $4,000 a year on your mind? Your mind? To get you where you need to go to compete in this racist society that we live in? Because that's what you're going to need. You're going to have to be amazing because if you're black and mediocre in America, you better leave because you're going to be marginalized and you're ultimately going to be destroyed. Could you imagine a young brother, 50% of our children are dropping out of high school, high school. The first and foremost responsibility of any culture or race is to educate their children. We're failing at that. 50% of our, of our children are dropping out of a high school. Can you imagine a brother in the 21st century without a high school diploma? Where is that brother going? To jail. They're already building jails for him right now. They have predicted that. So the ones that don't graduate, or the ones that do graduate from high school, Half of them can't read at grade level. Most of our kids are graduating reading at somewhere between a sixth and seventh grade reading level. That's a fact. Now, if you, if you have a high school diploma and you go to open enrollment of, a, let's say, a historically black college, open enrollment, you don't really need SAT scores, and you're reading at the sixth or seventh grade read level because it's open enrollment, you're not graduating from college. Why? Because the moment, the first day of college, you're going to have four classes and you're going to have six reading assignments. You're going to have to read all night, analyze, and then write. And if you can't read, you can't write. And so pretty soon, you're going to get behind in your reading. And that's why we have, in many of our colleges, 20, 30, 40, 50% dropout rate. It ain't money. They can't read. We can't read. Why can't we read? Because we have some bad habits. We have some very bad habits. That, and we have some habits that are, that are totally unique to black people. I mean, white people do not have this habit. I'm going to give you one of these habits. White people do not have the Only black people in America have this habit. Nielsen, the people that measure television viewing, came out with a huge report last year. We ought to be ashamed. 
African Americans watch 72 hours of television a week. That's 10 hours of television a day. Any Negro watching 10 hours of television a day needs their ass kicked. Really. You, you're right. You, uh, you ain't about nothing. You're watching 10 hours of television a day, you're working eight hours a day, and you're sleeping the rest. That's, you, you ain't about nothing. So here's a couple of things I'm, I'm going to say to you. A, stop it. <laughs> B, you ain't about nothing. You can't be. And see, we're just waiting for you to die. Because you're not contributing anything to your family, to your own personal life, right? To our community, right? There's a litmus test question that I've inserted inside of my mind. Um, it's around consciousness, but it's something I ask myself all the time. I do it with every single thing that I do. Now, I had to train myself. This, I had to undo some baggage I personally had about us and about me, right? And finally, I got to the point where I subconsciously, every single thing I do, I ask this question. This is my, what I call my litmus test question. Is what I'm about to do good for my people? good for my people. So let me give you an example of that, of this kind of consciousness, how it's, how it's manifested on a daily basis. Several years ago, my wife and I, we both drive Lexuses, right? And we decided to get Jean a Lexus. We buy them three years off lease. We don't buy a new car. We can afford to have any car we want. But we have never bought a new car. We buy three years off lease, a luxury car, three years off lease, right? So we went around the corner to my local Lexus dealer. We found a car in, in the lot that we liked. And at about three years off lease at that time, the Lexus we wanted for Gene was around 40 grand. And we decided that we would pay cash for it. So I went into, now, now, going, now in, what's going on in my mind is what I'm about to do good for my people. That's what's going on in my mind in a subconscious way. So I walk in and ask for the general manager. White guy comes over to me and I said, listen, we found this car, we love it, it's three years old, it's beautiful, it's clean, it's pristine, low mileage, we like to buy this car from you. He said, wonderful. And I said, we have a check here for about $40,000 once we add everything up. Um, and we will give you this check if we can give it to an African-American salesperson. Well, you could see the blood drain from this white man's head when he said, uh, we don't have one. I said, then I'm leaving. And I walked out of there. Went to another Lexus dealer. They had two. And that's where we bought the car. 
so six or seven months passed, and I just I wanted to go back just out of curiosity to see if anything had changed. You know it did. They had three black people selling Lexuses, right? So that one conscious act by one person made a difference in three black people's lives. That's consciousness. But we don't have that kind of consciousness. I have it because I grew up on the main streets of Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn, New York in a time, I, as I said, I'm 70, 1945. So I grew up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. I grew up with Malcolm X in one ear and Dr. King in the other ear. And Smokey Robinson writing the lyrics for my music instead of Little Wayne. <laughs> Have you ever compared the lyrics of Little Wayne to Smokey Robinson? There is no comparison. I grew up in a time when James Brown wrote the iconic song, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. When Stokely Carmichael, for the first time in the history of Africans in America, put the word black and power together. That was Stokely Carmichael. When Gil Scott Heron was singing, the revolution will not be televised. When the Panthers were on the move, there was a whole black consciousness. We were wearing afros and dashikis. That was the, that was the clothing du jour. We were not sagging. We were trying to find our roots, and Roots was the biggest television program. And by the way, the final episode of Roots, watched by 77 million people, was the most watched series in the history of television. So we were feeling ourselves, right? We have lost much of that. And so we need a new consciousness. And the conference is about infusing into our people a new way of thinking and then giving them the training, the coaching, the mentoring, and the tools to manifest their greatness, their dream, their business, their personal excellence, whether it's in their own home, at the job, or in the community. And that's the final thing I want to talk with you about is what I believe must be a new mindset and a new consciousness. That was George C. Fraser wrapping up Black History Month. Uh, he does not have a website, but we will link his greatblackspeakers.com bio right down below in the description box. And you can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called George Fraser Rise or Die, part two of three 2015 Empower series. All right, friends. Hey, if you want to start investing in yourself and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to know. I don't want to like spend a ton of money. I want to start small. Uh, next week, book club enrollment opens. And so we're going to be reading um, Personality Isn't Permanent by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And we start our discussions on March 10th. So enrollment is next week. It's seven bucks to jump in. Like just, just drop the seven bucks, come hang out and feel the power of being in a community of supportive, like-minded, amazing people. Book Club Wednesdays, 
I always say favorite day of the week. There's just so much love in there. And so surround yourself with more positive people because it's almost impossible to move forward in your life when the people around you are always trying to pull you back and pull you down. And so again, book club opens up next week. Hope to have you there and I will see you next week. Hey, follow me on clubhouse at Sean Croxton. I'm out. Bye. Thank you.